Hey, what's up? I'm Baylor Wilson, and my goal for the next 20 minutes is to direct your attention to the one who can save your soul, deliver you from oppression, and who loves you far more than that boy or girl you're trying to date. I'm kind of joking, but not. My prayer is to raise your faith and encourage you with real-life stories, testimonies, and more that will hopefully cause you to fall deeper in love with Jesus. Hallelujah! Amen! Hey y'all, I'm Baylor, and welcome back to the Hallelujah Amen podcast, which was initially called the Jesus Happened podcast. A couple weeks ago, I was praying about um, the podcast, and I was re- I was like fasting and, and interceding and just asking the Lord, like, do you want me to quit? Do you want me to keep going? And I heard very clearly, Hallelujah, Amen. And I was like, Lord, is that my thoughts? Because I say those words quite a bit, or or is that your spirit? And and I heard him say, like, in a still small voice, that's me. And so here I am by faith, thank you Jesus, <laughs> continuing the podcast with a new season, a little bit of a a, uh, a new name, rebrand, whatever you want to call it, and I'm so excited about Jesus, y'all. Like, he's all that matters, and I'm not just saying that to like hype you up, I'm saying it because I believe it, and because it's true, and because I'm reminding my spirit right now in this moment that he's all that matters. So... He is. And that's that's kind of what we're going to talk about on this podcast. So if you're if you're uh, listening and you're not into that, totally fine. Just leave me a review and a five star. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. Um, Totally okay if you're not into that. But if you are and you're hungry and you want more, this is definitely going to feed you because it's Jesus. It's not me. Um, I want to play you a quick little um, voice memo recording that I I heard the other day. Um, it's a Jackie Hill Perry quote. She was being interviewed on a podcast, and I just love what she had to say. Check this out. That part of me, part of me has kind of been become more intentional of how can I keep people from putting me on a pedestal that I don't belong to stand on. Mm. You know, like I, that I don't deserve that. And so part of it is just me guarding myself and guarding my audience mm. uh, from being more impressed with me than they are God. Wow. And uh, really yeah, good. and especially a book about holiness. It's just like, I want this book to last and be impactful when Jackie is dead and gone, like mm. the likes of C.S. Lewis or uh, A.W. Tozer or uh, just all the ancient voices like I don't know they they left us something that's beautiful because they left us more of God than themselves yeah woo, woo, woo. they've left us more of God than themselves like what I'm sorry so after I heard that I was like Lord have your way in me and I've said that many times I've prayed that prayer when I when Jesus initially happened to me in the car shop, but also I've been praying it a lot lately. And let me tell you guys what, when you pray that prayer and you mean it like by faith, like in your heart, you're like, Lord, have your way in me. And you're speaking directly to him and you have belief and faith and trust in your heart that he will. He will. I promise you. And you know what else? (laughs) It's probably not going to look like what you thought. Uh, The Lord is so sovereign and amazing and kind to open doors, but also to close them. I have been in a season of doors closing and it, it, you know, from a world's, from the world standards, it might sound like, oh, that's so sad. Like 
things are shutting down for her or doors are closed or whatever. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it is gentlemanly and kind of him to close the doors that are being closed. And with that, I literally opened up my Bible today and I was like, Lord, what do you want me to say? Like, I I don't want to say anything that is not of you, that is not scriptural, that is not born from your spirit, that is not brought to life by your spirit. I just don't want to say anything that's not what you want to say. And, and I felt him just say, open my, open my word. I'll tell you, which is something I've learned at my church and with my community. And yeah, it's just something that we do. We call it a Bible flip. Uh, you just open and it's not like weird magic. It's not that at all. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. No, it is, it is by faith opening and believing that he will speak to you because this word is alive because it's him. He said, I am the bread of life. (laughs) And, and so, yeah, so I opened up to Mark six and I felt like he just told me to start reading and y'all, I can't even explain to you how personal this is, but I'm just going to read it to you because I believe that the word can just, the word is, is, is timeless in the sense of it, it preaches to everybody at any time in whatever season they're in. It doesn't matter. All of it's good. We don't take out pieces of this scripture because we're uncomfortable with it. We don't do that. We read it all. We, we, we by faith believe it all. And we ask God to, to give us understanding if we're confused by it. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just pray right now that you would bring your word to life, God. I pray that whoever hears this, this podcast, this message, this little 20-minute thing, that they would have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church through the word of God, not from my opinion my little story, my little testimony. Lord, I just pray right now that that people people's hearts would burn for you. That that maybe they had faith at one point, but it's kind of been um just just brought down by the world and by disappointment and and whatever. Maybe by Christians they looked up to or something. I don't know, but but you know, God, and I just trust you right now that you will speak to them through your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. So this is Mark six and the title of this little, this section that I opened up to is Jesus feeds 5,000. Now, listen, if you grew up in church and you've heard this story a million times, I'm going to encourage you not to skip forward or to turn off this podcast. Okay. In the name of Jesus, because listen, I've heard this story a bunch, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't want to say something new to me through the same story. Amen. Amen. So It starts out right here on verse 30. The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry tour (laughs) and told him all they had done and taught. Y'all, even the apostles went on tour. Hallelujah. 31. Then Jesus said, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. (laughs) Did y'all know that Jesus wants to rest with you? That, that he, he loves when you rest with him, that he wants you to come off to a quiet place with him and just enjoy him, that that's not weird or like emotionalism or like over-spiritualizing the word, that that's, those letters are in red. <laughs> it says, then Jesus himself said, that means he's saying it to you right now, let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. <laughs> He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. Amen. I've been there. (laughs) So they left by boat for a quiet place where they could be alone. 
but many people recognized them and saw them leaving. And people from many towns ran ahead along the shore and got there ahead of them. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. (laughs) So he began teaching them many things. Let's just think about this for a second. So Jesus is, is telling his disciples, let's go off alone for, with, with just us and rest for a while. We've been on, on a ministry tour for, for some time and we're tired. We haven't even had time to eat, for goodness sake. So let's just, let's just go off for a while. Let's kind of hide ourselves out. You know, Let, For us, it would be like, let's go home and, and eat a frozen pizza and, and not be in front of people or let's turn off Instagram or whatever it is for you. Um, and, and then these people caught up with him. They recognized him in public. And they ran to him. And you know, this is one of my favorite parts. It said, it says he had compassion on them. He didn't shun them away or hide his face or uh, rebuke them. You know, he, he had compassion because, not because they were like cute or like his fans, LOL. No, it was because they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were hungry. They were hungry. They were hungry. So he began teaching them many things. Verse 35, late in the afternoon, his disciples came to him and said, y'all get ready for this. This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat. Y'all, the disciples are like basically saying, Jesus, get these people out of here. The restaurants are closing down. (laughs) They haven't even eaten. AKA, we want more time with you for ourselves. Whining, whining, whining. But this is the part that I that I opened to. This is where this morning I opened my Bible and this is where my eyes fell right here. Verse 37. Jesus responded. He said, you feed them. <laughs> With what? They asked. We'd have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. How much bread do you have? He asked. Go and find out. They came back and reported, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. Then Jesus told the disciples to have the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in in groups of 50 or 100. Then Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven (laughs) and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread Y'all listen to this. This is really important. It hit me so hard. He kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. There's our part right there. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. Everyone. Everyone's included when Jesus is involved. They all ate as much as they wanted. And afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftover bread and fish. (laughs) A total of 5,000 men and their families were fed. I guess that might mean 5,000 plus their wives and children. I don't know. I'd have to be a theologian. But anywho, I want to go back to verse 38 where Jesus himself says, how much bread do you have? Go and find out. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to encourage you and myself to ask, ask ourselves, how much bread do we have? And I want to I want to go on a little bit of a tangent here and just read a couple verses about bread in scripture because if you if you don't know what bread represents it, it is yes this story is true it probably and yes was 
It definitely was, in the name of Jesus, physical bread that he broke and fed 5,000. But also the reason that he did this, Jesus didn't just do anything casually. He doesn't just like perform miracles for no reason. He always had a reason. He always had a reason. And this is a representation of what he was about to do for us because he is the bread. It says in John 6, 35, then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. (laughs) And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. I wish I would have known that verse when I was on Survivor. And if you didn't know, I was on Survivor, CBS, season 29, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, I, I just think about the times when I was literally starving, like physically starving on this island and didn't know when my next meal would come. And I would just worry and fear and have torment and just like, and honestly, it just became kind of like this um, numbing of my mind, just thinking I'm, I'm never going to get fed again. And then when it would happen, it was obviously a nice surprise. But I wish I would have known in that moment, literally physically starving, that Jesus is the bread of life and that whoever comes to him will never go hungry. And obviously we might be hungry physically, but spiritually, our spiritual hunger is way more important than our physical hunger. It really is like for those, the Bible says those who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Look that up. I don't know where that is, but look it up. So another verse says, um, Matthew four, four. Oh, Jesus. And this is when he's, he's talking back to the devil when the devil's trying to tempt him. It says, Jesus answered, it is written it, meaning the Bible, the word, the scriptures, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so in this, Mark 6, when Jesus is saying, how much bread do you have? He was talking to the disciples, but he's talking to you and me today. He's saying, how much of me do you have? (laughs) Go and find out. Go and find out. How much of me do you have? Jesus is saying that to us today. How much? It's really important to know. And I will tell you right now, personally, over the last year or so, I, I've been, you know, on radio tour and I've I've released music and all these outward, quote unquote, exciting things. And they're amazing. And I'm so thankful to have music out and and ha- even this podcast, such a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. And, and all that stuff. It's awesome. But the most important thing that we could spend our time, our time doing is finding out how much of Jesus we have and, and wanting more, is hungering for him, is getting to know him better and better. You know why? Because <laughs> he tastes amazing. He, his word tastes incredible when you get to know him. When when this word is brought to life by his spirit, and, and that's the oil, the oil of the spirit, the spirit of God, it represents the oil. When it's poured on, on bread, y'all know when you go to like you know, any Italian restaurant, they, they bring bread and, and olive oil and some cracked pepper, all that stuff. That's like one of my favorite things ever to eat. Probably because I love Jesus. No, no. Also because it's just so good, but also it's because bread by itself doesn't necessarily taste good at all. It's dry and crusty and it's just, it's, it's just gross to me. But when you pour oil on it, it's amazing. It melts in your mouth. And so, so that's what I want to, I want to, um, talk about today is just that, that you would hunger for the word of God that's brought to life by his spirit, not just because it's good to read the Bible. That's true, but not in a legalistic way. I'm talking like relationship. I'm talking that this is life, that this bread, this scripture and Jesus, which is the scripture because <laughs> he's the word he's life. He said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. 
Woo! This is not casual, y'all. We've got to get in the word. And we've got to find out how much bread we have. How much of Jesus do we have? And how much of Jesus do you want? That would be my next question. My follow-up would be, how much of Jesus do you want? Have you had all you, all you want? Ha- have you had your share? Are you done? <laughs> are you done? Why are you done if you are done? You know, do you have bitterness and resentment in your heart that you need to repent of? Because I can tell you right now that when I have had unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, um, apathy, uh, let's see, what else? Judgment judgment, jealousy, envy, any of those just terrible things that are the opposite of the fruit of the spirit. (laughs) Terrible, terrible things. When I've had those in my heart, first of all, I can tell I'm not close to Jesus 100%. And second of all, I know for a fact that I haven't spent time in his word enough. I, I, I know for a fact, because this, the scripture is, is our, is our map. It's our map back to Jesus. It's not our map to our purpose or to our calling or any of that because our purpose and calling is Jesus himself. (laughs) He is our calling. The Bible says that God calls us to himself. I don't know where that is in the scriptures. Please Google it and let me know. But I know it's a scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Y'all, the spirit of God reminds us of scripture. Like I remember when I used to know one verse, maybe two, the ones that made me feel the best about myself, myself. (laughs) forgive me, Lord. Woo. But really that's all I knew. And then I opened up the Bible after being saved, um, for real saved, like repented of my sin, like repented of my sin and actually turned to Christ. And I remember opening up the Bible afterwards and could not put it down. I'm talking like binging the Bible. Like I'm, I'm serious. I was just, I was starving. I was spiritually starving. I was dying before that moment, spiritually dying. 100% did not know Jesus, thought I did and called myself a Christian. And then I opened up the scriptures after, um, being saved, being born again, and then being filled with the spirit of God. That's a really important piece. Don't miss that. If you've never been filled with the spirit, you can, you can right now, if you want to, let me tell you, Jesus himself is saying, how much bread do you have today? And, and I'm saying, how much do you want? How much do you want? Because I personally, little old me, I want it all. I want everything. My pastor asked me the other day, how much do you want? Or something like that. And I was like, all of it. Or I think I said a lot. And she was like, that's not enough. And I was like, I want all of it. <sighs> and so I'm asking you today, how much bread do you have? Go and find out. I'm asking you to, to spend time praying and asking the Lord to reveal your spiritual reality to you. Sometimes my spiritual reality will come through a dream that I have at night. Sometimes it'll come in a picture, like I'll close my eyes and I'll just kind of see what's going on. Uh, the other day I had a, a kind of a gross vision, but I knew God was speaking to me. I was praying and I was like, Lord, show me, show me what needs to come out. And and I'm still praying about this, but I had this kind of vivid vision thing of a drain being clogged with like hair and dirt and just like all this stuff, you know, like if you don't, like if you're in the shower, if you're a girl listening to this and you don't like empty your drain after you shower, or if you don't have like a drain stopper thing or whatever that's called, it gets clogged up. It gets clogged up with gross dirt and hair and whatever, boogers. (laughs) 
And, and I felt like the Lord was saying to me, I saw all this stuff being pulled out of the drain. And then I saw the, the water being turned back on and there being like a, a free flowing, um, waterfall, you know, down the drain. And I knew the Lord was saying, I'm pulling things out and I'm filling you back up again. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. And that's what he does. That's what he does when you ask. And so I encourage you right now. I encourage you to ask the Lord, ask him to show you your spiritual reality. And I want to ask you, how much bread do you have and how much do you want? Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast episode or any of the episodes from this podcast, please download them. Give them a thumbs up, subscribe, follow, five stars, you know, all that jazz. The reason podcasters ask you to do this is not to stroke their ego. Well, maybe sometimes. But the reason I'm asking is more so so more people can get their hands on the truth, capital T. That is Jesus Christ. The more downloads equals more exposure. And, you know, that's just kind of how the algorithm works of all that. And the more exposure equals more souls hearing the gospel. Hallelujah. I dare you to yell hallelujah with me wherever you are right now. Ready? You ready? One, two, three. Hallelujah.